called Dooms, a podcast about tabletop role-playing material from a game master with more time to read than opportunities to play, and anything else I think about. Episode 2. In the podcasting challenge to do something old, something new, something barred, and something blue, here is my something new. At least it's new to me. Index Card RPG 2nd Edition. From the Index Card RPG Core 2nd Edition book. On the back cover, Field of Dreams. A full rule system with your favorite dice, infinitely hackable, fast, and friendly. This is the D20 system you've been looking for. Fantasy Fun. Take up sword and spell in the world of Alfheim. Classes, gear, epic loot, it's all here. Boldly Go, a complete sci-fi world. Character classes, gear, and vehicle rules. From power armor to space combat. Dare the cosmos. Real Guts, dozens of monsters. Five complete adventures, maps, mechanics, combat encounters, story setups, and more to get you playing. Jump in. Basic Stats. Index Card RPG which I'll shorten to ICRPG, is a generic D20-based system from Runehammer Games. It says it is written by Hankerin Fernall, with art by Brandish Gilhelm. But oddly enough, Hank and Brandish are the same person. It's fine. Hank is a YouTube personality from the Drunkens and Dragons channel. Brandish is apparently his artist, non plume. The book is 210 pages and is available on DriveThru and Amazon. This is the second edition of the core book. It is available in PDF for $16.50. Soft cover is $30 and hard cover is $35 on DriveThru. Amazon has the hard cover for $29.87 with Prime shipping. There's great art through the book, mostly black and white heavy line drawings, but occasionally bits of color to make some things really pop. The book has a good table of contents and tabs of color on exterior edges of pages to help you find things. There is no index, but there is a really straightforwardly organized table of contents, and the game book is definitely written with the GM in mind. The first 48 pages of the book are aimed towards players and playing the game. The rest of the 210 pages are split in sections for the GM running the game, 24 pages, a bestiary of monsters, 32 pages, Setting and Adventures, about 70 pages, and Sweet Sweet Loot Tables come in about the last 20 pages of the book. There is a free quick start PDF for players and for jams to get an idea of the system on DriveThru, uh, but I believe it's from the first edition, has not been yet updated for the second edition at the time of this recording. I bought the hardcover from DriveThru, and it took about two weeks to get to me, and it was well worth it. Game Overview ICRPG runs on two things, artwork and a generic minimalist D20 rollover system. So let's take that apart. The game comes with art, a lot of art. The art specifically does not have any stats on it, and it's meant to fuel the imagination of the players in the GM. The art comes as supplemental PDFs for printing and also as zip files of images for online play. Most of the art is in 3x5 card format, so four cards print nicely on a page. The game really strongly suggests that you print out these cards and use them at your table to represent monsters, rooms, whatever they happen to have on them, and to really let your imagination go. You also get a lot of small images that are great for use as tokens on virtual tabletops like Roll20. 
The art is awesome, the tokens are superb, most of it is heavy line drawings, almost marker style, but it's very evocative and super good. So the generic system part. The core rules can be used for any system the GM wants. It's minimalist, things are cut down to the core. For example, there are the standard six attributes that you get for typical D20 game, strength, dex, con, int, wisdom, and charisma. But there aren't any scores here, there's just bonuses. The bonuses are all that matter. So we don't get a 13 intelligence giving you a plus one bonus. In ICRPG, you just get a plus one on your intelligence. Anything you do, you roll a d20 and add bonuses to accomplish, and you're trying to roll over a target number. There's no advantage or disadvantage system here. Instead, if something is declared easy for you, you roll three lower on your target number. If the situation calls for something is hard, your target number is three higher. It's simple. You can pick up most of it from a single read. The GM screen fits nicely on a single 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper. So what's here for the players? Well, there's lots of familiar ground if your players are familiar with any version of D&D. Character creation is quick. You only have your six basic bonuses for strength, dex, con, int, wisdom, and charisma. Your character still has hit points, although now they come in increment of 10 called hearts, sort of based on the video game concept. You get 10 hit points, but they're always in a grouping of a heart. If you have one heart, you have 10. If you have two hearts, you have 20. There's nothing in half hearts. Everything is simple stair-step. Armor class is still here. What is new here is called effort. When a task calls for you to roll and you succeed on your d20 roll, you get to roll effort to see how much effect you had. For basic tasks, that effort die is a d4. Need to pick a challenge to lock? Succeed and roll on a d4. For weapons, that effort die is a d6. So if you hit something with a sword, you roll a d6 for your damage plus modifiers. Magic is a d8, so that magic missile always rolls a d8 of damage, plus modifiers. If you roll a natural 20 on your d20, you get to add a d12, and that's called ultimate effort to your totals. So a weapon, such as a sword, that hits for a d6 on a natural 20 will hit for a d6 plus a d12 of damage. How do you get to do more damage or bigger effects? Well, that's where loot comes in. Loot features very prominently in the game, and it's the main way characters can get better bonuses. The advancement system here is really to give characters more and better loot. And of course, they can always lose at adventuring. So, yay, Rust Monsters. What's here for the GM? Well, the system is purposely simple to make your life easier. Monsters have one to four hearts of health. One heart is ten points. You no longer stat out an eleven-point goblin and his buddy the fifteen-point goblin. It's either one or two or three or four, however big you're going to make your monster. Rooms also have a single challenge rating, so you set the target number for the room. Let's say you set it to 12. Everything the players need to roll is against that number. So if they need to hit the goblin in the room with an axe, it's a 12. If they need to scale the idol, it's a 12. If they need to pry that really big gem out of the eye socket of the idol, it's a 12. You get the idea. There's also a deceptively simple but really interesting section in the book about room design as well as timers, threats, and treats and how to design adventures. Five things to like about ICRPG. Number one, the GM section is really well done. Hank has distilled many of his YouTube channel videos about running D&D into a really great GM section. Room design, session planning, story architecture, it's all here, and it's good. It's chunky nuggets of GM awesome. Number two, there are two settings in the book. 
So while the game is generic, ICRPG has a fantasy setting called Alfheim with its normal tropes. So that's great for converting an ongoing game over. It also comes with a sci-fi setting specifically designed for one-shot play called Warp Shell. The main conceit of Warp Shell is that the ship is sentient and it takes the adventurers to their next adventure each week and at the end of the adventure they warp out. It's great for one-shot and convention play. If you also happen to pick up the ICRPG Worlds book, you get those two settings completely fleshed out for play, plus a third very detailed setting called Ghost Mountain. Ghost Mountain is a cowboy western where the chunk of the Old West has been ripped out of the Old West and is somehow in purgatory, and you can play card with the devil for souls, as well as have cowboy adventures, demons, all manner of things. It's extra awesome. Number three, adventures. The book comes with six different adventures in it. Two are fantasy, two are sci-fi, one is a horror scenario, and one is a giant mecha fighting adventure. These are ready to go, put them on your table immediately, play them, have great fun. Number four, loot and random tables. So many tables in the back of this book. Tables to help the GM with NPCs, monsters, obstacles, goals, locations, and so much shiny, shiny loot. It's a great reference, even if you're not going to use the game system, just to have the loot tables for inspiration. Number five, community. So Runehammer has a great community on a forum full of creative folks who are always converting stuff over to ICRPG. They're always running games online, generally just being friendly. If you go over there and join them, they can certainly help you out with any questions you might have. They seem like a super welcoming group. You can also watch Hankerin on YouTube. He's great and inspirational and full of energy. Pear-shaped problems. So, I didn't really like the initiative system in the book, which was just to use the seating order at the table. It is very fast, yes, it does work well, especially for online play, but I want my players to be social and sit how they like. Also, everything rolled against one challenge number per room does seem a bit on the simple side. I think it could be a potential deterrent for some players who want more complexity, but as a GM, I, I like the simplicity. But as the game says, it's just a tool. If you want to change it, do so. There are sections in the book on optional tools like dynamic dice so that you can spice up your game and make it more fun or different. Use the tools you need to make it awesome. Leave the rest alone. My personal take. Although I haven't yet played or run ICRPG, I do have plans to get it to the table several times in the next couple of weeks. I'm super excited to see how it goes. really like the artwork. The virtual tabletop artwork and tokens has got me looking at using Roll20 again, which I haven't done for a while. The adventures as written in the book are really well constructed. They look super fun to me. I expect the play to be very fast and very streamlined. I really can't wait to get this to the table and get playing. So in summary, pick this up if you like the art both in PDF and for your virtual tabletop of choice. You want a minimal, very fast, streamlined D20 system, and you want to see what a lot of distilled jamming advice can become. If you have played ICRPG and want to give me a shout on Anchor, I would love to hear from you. You can also email me at podcast at tomeofalldooms.com and until next week, go play something. The music
music is Remember the Way by Midair Machine, and it can be found on the Free Music Archive. Home of all dooms? Really? Yeah, well, it sounded better in my head.